Good day. I'm Mark Sylvester, your host for this Hacking the Red Circle conversation, where we talk to people in the TEDx world you'll want to know better. The show is designed to learn what it takes to produce, organize, promote, and create a world-class event. If you're an experienced organizer, you'll get some great tips. Veteran organizers share lessons they've learned so that first-timers can avoid common missteps. There are hundreds of amazing people in the TEDx universe, and we talk to a lot of them. If this is your first time to the show, welcome. We produce Hacking the Red Circle every week. You'll want to subscribe so you don't miss any upcoming episodes. Now, on with the show. Well, welcome to the show today. I am so thrilled to have Denis Francois Guerrevel from TEDx yes, Quebec. Yeah, did I get it right? Yes, you get it right. Thanks. Oh, Denis, uh, I'm so glad to meet you. You, uh, you've been doing TEDx uh, for what 2009. Were you one of the the first 100 TEDxes? Uh, I don't know which number we are. And frankly, I had my first license in 2009, but unfortunately, I got sick. I oh. lost my I lost my job, and I had oh, to no. postpone until 2011 before we started again. And our first event was held in 2012. And was that a 100-person event, or did you do more? No, it was a 100 event for our uh, two or three first year. And then After what, that... So then you had to go to a qualifying event, right, to get the larger license. What event did you go to? It wasn't me. It was the oh. co-licensee, oh, whose name is... Yes, we were three... Three, go, three guys who yeah. created TEDx Quebec, uh, and uh, René Pierre Legaré Bouchard, yes. another French easy yes, of name. Of course, of course, yes. <laughs> yes, I love it. Is one of the founder, and he got to uh, he went to a TED Active in oh. I don't remember what year. Oh, probably Palm Springs, right? Yes, yeah. yes. So then the the year after that, I let down. The license, right? We got in contact with New York uh, head office. I uh, I let down the the license for him to take it. Right. So now I'm I'm not officially the licensor, but the the licensee. But I am now a co-licensee. Oh, nice! I love that. And and you know it's fun when you uh, you know especially over multiple years you have multiple leadership come in and and uh, you know how how have you managed that transition? Pretty good. Uh, pretty good because uh, since the start we always been a uh, two-head presidency, if you want. Right. Sure. Okay. There's not one leader. We we are two leader. So and we have different ability. So well, I, that goes pretty that. well. What What was yes. it? Um, I like to hear um, how people got interested in doing a TEDx. What was that thing you said? Oh, I want to do that. Uh, there is a multiple multiple motivation. Okay. Uh, first of all, at that time, uh, I had a quite successful career before before I lost my job, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> and I was looking for a way to give back to society. Oh, so nice. I was nice. I was willing to volunteer. Uh, when I was younger, uh, I've done a lot lots of volunteering, but with the family, sure. I, I stepped back a little bit to to raise my kids. And now they're young adults, so I have more time to, to volunteer. And I was wondering, what should I do? What, could, what can I do? And I, I read somewhere, 
if you find something to volunteer that is one of your passion, you'll you won't count the hour. Right. Okay? Right. Right. You'll jump right in, and if also it's near your business or what you're doing for uh, right. life, is everything will go together. So you won't count your hours. Uh, your volunteering will impact your job. Your job will impact your volunteering. And uh, I'm working as a speaking coach. I'm developing oh, a presentation okay. ability for okay. people around here in Quebec City and Quebec province. Uh, so when, when I discovered uh, TED Talks online, I was, oh. ah, wow, that's <laughs> wonderful. I have to go there. Yes. I want to go there. I want to be there. <laughs> When I saw the price, <laughs> oh, maybe Uh-oh. not yet. <laughs> right, right. To go to Long Beach back then, it would have been going to Long Beach. Yes, you could right. have maybe, but I didn't know about Ted Active at that time. Oh, I just, right. I just knew Ted. And in 2009, when they launched the TEDx program, and yes. I saw this, and I said, "Ah, oh, that's it. Perfect. That's it. The passion is there. Yes. Business case is there. If I can't go to Ted, Ted will come to me." Oh, and there's that, there's our quote for the shore. If I can't go to Ted, Ted will come to me. I love that. Yes, it was one of the first uh, motivation, uh, and it was in 2009. In where we're eight years later, and and that tell me how I'm many still, how many Teds have you done? Um, we have done live uh, TEDx Salon. Salon. How yes, do you pronounce salon, that? Salon. Salon, okay. Yes. So we've done five TEDx Quebec, real big show with yeah. the live speaker, eight TEDx Quebec Salon, yes. and four TEDx Quebec Live. Have you so done any all. youth or women events? Uh, no, because uh, TEDx Quebec is usually in October or November, and TEDx Woman is oh, same usually time. Right. Yeah. about the same time. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's... It's too much for the, the volunteer team. Right. And on the communication side, it would be confusing for our right. Uh, right. follower. Well, and in, in Quebec, uh, the issue is different about women. It's, they have a big place in our society. Mm. Okay. Mm. There is still some inequity, uh, inequality. inequality. Yes. Yeah, sure. But uh, we have we're we are lucky to have one of the most progress, progressive society on that point. I love that. So you don't need to break it out and have a separate event. Let me let me. Ask uh, you. No, I think there is yeah. still a place for TEDx Women in Quebec City. Uh, it's more you see uh, a city near two-hour drive from here, TEDx Montreal. They have done the TEDx yes. Women there. Right. Right, and it's, it's the same issue as here. So this is still a uh, a good idea. We still need it, but as our event is in, at the same time, it's quite difficult. You know, but I, I've been working hard to have uh, same same amount of uh, female speaker as male speaker right. in our event. I uh, as I think about TEDx Santa Barbara, I think about you know how much time it takes to do the event. As we know, it's hundreds and hundreds of hours. Yep. And I think about the brand, right? TEDx Quebec as a brand, TEDx Santa Barbara as a brand, right? So yeah. we can attract people, we could build community and attract sponsors. 
And I, where I'd like to get in the next couple of years in building a team is where we can do the youth event, we can do the salons, we can do the women, um, and, and we've got a team and enough bandwidth to be able to support that because it's, as you know, it's a lot of work. I, I've got yes. to talk to you about um, just quickly, what is it about the salon that you like so much? What is it? Um, it's intimate. Uh, the intimacy. So you, you keep the population down. Yes. Uh, we, we go for between 40 and 50 people. Uh, not, much, not, more, not more than that. We've done one. Uh, the second one or the, or the third one we organized, we had 125 people there. Right. And... It was too much mm. to have real discussion. We had to break down the group in three subgroups. So we need a place with three rooms that was lots of people to move around. Everybody in the big room for uh, TED Talks projection, then yes. move, move in the small room. You need more person to uh, be the kind of master of ceremony or animator yes. to, yes. to uh, go with a discussion. So it was different in each group. Some group it was cool, and other group the animation was less good. So, right. you know, for a small event of ninety minutes, we have to move around one hundred and twenty-five people five or six times. That's too much. For the person yeah. who's listening, because the the people that are listening, they're either veteran organizers, they're first timers. Or there are people who were, you know, considering, like, should I get into this crazy world with all these people? Um, explain <laughs> the difference between a salon and a main TEDx event. Okay. A main TEDx event is the place where you have live speaker on stage. Uh, uh, 100 people event or unlimited people event, the same thing. It's You have lots of people listening to live speaker who share okay. their idea. Yep. That's that's the idea. And there is not really discussion or a question during the, the, the session, only during the break. And we have a cocktail after yes. where a speaker and attendant participant can discuss. And uh, uh, TEDx is a half-day event or full-day event. Right. A TEDx salon. It's a shorter event. It's about 90 minutes. Could be a little bit more. And it's... Um, you can have a live speaker, but it's an option. We have done nine events, nine salon, salon, salon. I like the <laughs> way you say it. It sounds better. It's in French. Salon. Yes, of course. So... <laughs> It's it's hard for a French speaker speaking person to speak uh, to say a French word in English. <laughs> yes, so say it in French. We're fine. I, that's okay. one of the things I love about this show is I get to talk to people all over the world. So we'll get used yeah. to listen to language. You sh you you should have lots of different accents. I can't wait. I'm sure. Okay, so for for today you have a French Canadian accent. Yes. Okay, so. We have done nine nine different salons, and none of none of them had live speaker. Mm. 
each time we only have two or three TED Talks about the, a specific topic, and we had live discussion between the participant and I was doing the, the I was directing the Q and A session. Right. Uh, most of our salon, we had special guests or special participant, people who were expert on the topic. So they didn't do speech, they didn't oh. do talk, but they were able to discuss, to give more information. See if there were specific questions, they were able to, to answer them or animate with me the, the discussion. And uh, on the marketing side, it was a good idea because each time we choose a topic, we select a different community of interest. Oh, okay. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> yes, and we, we were contacting different associations related to that topic. So it helped us to be known in our, our, our own group of people. Because, you know, uh, this is a French-speaking city. Yes. 95% of the population speak French. So, TED is less known here than it is in English-speaking community. Because there is a language barrier. Right, sure, okay? sure. If people want to listen to a TED talk online, it has, or to be bilingual, or like I am with some action, but I can, I can understand English, or they have to uh, read the subtitle. And subtitle is not as fun as really right. understand what the right. person says. Sure. So, and as it is a French, uh, not a French, but uh, an English creation, that is, have been created by English-speaking persons. So naturally, it's spread in the English community before it's spread in the French community. So the awareness of TED in Quebec City wasn't so high when we, when we started it. In fact, the first thing we have done in 2011, uh, the tree founder, we, we launched some message on the social media, media asking people, do you know TED? If we're organizing a TEDx in Quebec City, will you come? And we were, we were quite surprised with the number of response. It was higher than we thought. Oh, got it. Good. Yeah, yes, it was enough for us to say, okay, we are able to, to we, we can fill uh, a room with 100 people to do uh, our first TEDx Quebec. So we were confident. We had two because when I signed, I signed for the <laughs> for the for the venue, <laughs> we had no inscription, yes. no inscription that yet. I know, and, and and you know when you think back uh, that far, 2011, uh, the the amount of material that's available for organizers now to figure out how to solve the problems, how do you find the venue, how do you do the AV, how do you do the food, how do you, I mean, it's so there's rich resources now, but you know even just five years ago it was. It was tough. Let me ask you when, because um, I'm curious, when you do your main event, there's, you know, there's goodie bags and graphics and animation. And I mean, there's everything. You, you have to video record it. There's a lot of moving parts. Yep. When you do a salon, it feels like you can do less because it's more. It's almost a vacation. 
<laughs> so what what parts do you bring over f- to make it feel like a TEDx? Um, just to to complete your the first part of your question, uh, it's really easy when you have your team mm. to organize a salon. Mm. Okay, last month we organized a salon in one week flat. What? One I week. Love it. I love that. Okay, I was discussing with uh, the, the a lady who have done some conference there, and. She loved the idea of a TEDx salon. And she says, we should do something here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I said, hey, we have to do something. We, we want to do something in three weeks. And we were wondering what we should talk about and where we should go. If you're okay, we'll do it on in three weeks, flat starting today. She said, you're crazy. Said, no, 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 no problem. Usually, we start our promotion two weeks before the event. So starting today... Next next Thursday, we'll be online with uh, Devin Bright for registration. So and it's because we were ready you have an established team and you have the workflow and you have all of the yes. – it's you've done that. Would yes, you, yes, yes. Would you advise a first-timer to do a salon first or a regular TEDx with live speakers first? Uh, that's a good question. I would advise if you really want to understand TEDx culture, start by attending another TEDx, Uh if it's possible. Uh, You see uh, around here there is a TEDx Laval. It's a three-hour drive from here. And we had discussion when they, 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 they started the idea to organize their first TEDx, and they called me, and we have a discussion, and I invited them to to see our event, come here and see how it is. You'll see first if you like it, and it will, it will give you an idea of what is it exactly. Because you can read on paper, it's, it's never the same as be there and have the feeling of the, the, the real thing. Uh, of course, the deck salon are easier to organize, right, but it's, right. it's another beast, okay? Uh, we don't have a uh, live speaker in, in Quebec when we do TEDx Salon. So it's, it's quite different. I know there is other salon who have live speaker. Uh, Sometimes you can, you can test your speaker there, uh, which we haven't done yet, maybe one day, but uh, not, not yet. Uh, but I don't know if you should go with uh, a real TEDx or a salon. I should say go with go with a full TEDx. I love it. Let me yeah. uh, switch a little bit here. I know that um, you you have two presidents, and so you're able to do to divide uh, the labor. And yeah. I like to think of superpowers, and I and I like to think of the you know there's organizing, collaborating, producing, marketing, curating, and partnering. And they're all very different, and they all have the skills uh, related to them and tasks related to them. Which one do you like the most, or do you think you're the best at, and why? Uh, I think it's curating and marketing. Ah. Okay. And and why is that? Why is that? Yeah, why Uh, is that? 
Yes. First of all, I come from the the curious side oh. <laughs> of the team. Oh. I'm I'm really curious about things, and I like to to touch different things. And what about what I like I love about curating is you have to be open to all different idea. Okay. Uh, here is something about science. I love it. About art. Yes, I love it. I'll be there. Okay. So this is a part that it it called me. I'm going there naturally. Right. I don't have to think about it. I don't have to say, oh, I should find something. No, no. I just it's everywhere. I'm on I'm on the internet. I'm uh, I'm seeing something. Ah, this guy or this girl has done something in Quebec City. I that's fine. That's cool. Mm. Last summer, I was in downtown. They were kind of big projects on show on uh, a big building. So I decided to go there. And the project was live graffiti, virtual, projected on a, on a big building. And the project involved teenager. The project involved studying of the history of the city. Right. And Was that projection so mapped onto a big, they did that technology? Yes, and it was live graffiti with spray can, but virtual spray can. Oh with, my gosh! Yes, with motion detector in it. Oh my okay. gosh! And pressure sensitive top the the spray. Yeah. Okay. Everything with homemade um, coding in the computer, so they can change color. And you see the kid is standing in the grass with. A spray can, a spray can, <laughs> maybe half a mile from the building, oh, and no. he is painting oh, on the building. Gosh. How great! Okay, that? and I say, oh yeah, yeah, this is great. It has to be on on stage. And so then you, and, you and went and was. approached him and invited him to come. Yes, and talk? yes, yes. I love it. And sometimes uh, I was telling telling you about community. So. Near me on the grass, there was a friend who was involved in another community and asked him, do you know the guy? He said, yes, we're together, oh. together on the board on TDD. I said, oh, is he good to speak about his project? Oh, yes, perfect. he is good. Okay, I have to talk to him. Oh, great. And a few weeks after, it was all set. It was done. So last November, this guy was on stage. It's called, his name is Louis. Louis, and it I, was, uh, I, love, yes. I love that. Um, what... I think the curating... Do you curate your audience? For the first time this year, we didn't. Mm. Usually for our first... Yes, we were curating the uh, the audience uh, because we, are, we had only 100 seats right, in the course. first seven. Right. Yes. And the idea behind it is we want to have diversity in the audience yep. as yep. much as we want diversity on stage. Yep. Exactly. That's yes. And we want people motivate who will do something with the idea they will get coming here. But this year we were celebrating our fifth anniversary. Mm. So we decided to open the door. We went for a bigger, bigger venue. We changed from, Tuesday to Saturday, so it was easier for people to right. to come. Right, and we want the possible we want to offer the possibility to a maximum of people to 
discover what is mm. TED and mm. TEDx community. Mm. What what is about the it could have been heard somewhere. And how did that work with an uncurated audience? It still worked fantastic. Yes, it worked perfectly. Yeah, yeah, I, yes, I yes, would yes. guess. I want to ask you about um, when it comes to the marketing, because you know we have to do these events with very little budget. You know, we we get things donated to us, and we get volunteers, yeah. and you know, we we are all trying to figure out how to do that. What what's your tip around the market? I mean, I'm going to jump to that that question around that that tip that you would give around, specifically around marketing? Because I haven't had this conversation yet. Uh, yeah, because first year, eh, we had some, not some fight, but some demotivation on the first year because we 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 get on the, the, the whiteboard and we draw the perfect perfect event. Oh right, sure. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah, with with everything and uh, not the golden seats, but almost okay with <laughs> gift for everyone. <laughs> and we discover that it would cost about three hundred dollar per participant. Right. right. <laughs> so, so it was panic inside the team because we haven't done anything yet, and we need about thirty thousand dollars to oh do something, gosh. and yeah. it was panicking and uh, so, right. We had to do something, and uh, that this is one of my superpowers. Stay, stay calm in the oh, <laughs> when oh, it is not. So uh, after a couple of weeks of uh, everybody was panicking, I went on the drawing board and I say, "Look, team, what is a TEDx? What is it about? What is the core of a TEDx? Is sharing idea. That's right. it." Yep. So yep. we need great idea on stage. So we need speaker, and we need people in the room to listen to them. Yep. That's it. Mm. And if you look at the picture on the internet, mm. you'll see sometime it's outside. People are sitting right. on yeah. plywood bench, yep. and this is not important. Right. We have, we need to focus focus on keep the focus on idea sharing idea. That's yep. it. Yeah. So we get rid of everything and we decide to go with, okay, we're going to have a room, we're going to have people, and we're not going to pay for anything unless we have a partner that pays for it. Hey, it ah. will be cool to have t-shirt for the volunteer. Yes. Do we have a partner for it? No. No, no t-shirt this year. <laughs> Finally, we had a partner, so we had t-shirt right, for the volunteer. Right, right, right. But we kept with that, with that rule of... We don't go anything. We don't spend spend anything unless we have a partner that can offer it to us. So it helped us uh, started our first event without too much problem. We never had no subvention for any level of government. In fact, we never ask for it either because we want to be totally independent, mm -hmm. and we are. Mm -hmm. So we are really proud about that. So, but on the other side, we had to start slower. So to, over all of these years, I mean, you've done so many of them now. You're, I mean, you're very experienced. What was the biggest surprise for you? You know, maybe after doing multiple events or is there, you know, or there's probably no more surprises. But what was the biggest one for you, would you say? 
Uh, no, we already have surprise. <laughs> <laughs> Last year we had a couple of surprises. We we changed venue, so uh, the technical team was not the same. It was it was working really differently. What was my biggest surprise? I think it's the all of the door who opened for us. Oh. People love the mission we have, and people oh. want to help. I love that. And you can knock at any door and say, hey, we're a bunch of crazy girls and guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're all volunteer and we are all working to help put the light on ideas and people of Quebec City and help them shine everywhere on the planet. And everybody says, says yes, we're going to help. If it's possible, of course. If we are asking for half a million dollars, we won't have it, of course. But we have. I called for a microphone, wireless microphone, headset for the speaker. And yes, no problem here. You have to. We you don't have to pay here. You have three for the, the two days you need them. Okay, we have computer that are uh, not gifted but uh, loaned to you. Yeah. Thanks yes, to us. Loan. Oh, I, you said that so nicely. I love that surprise. So that's the good news. So yes. I, I, must, I like telling stories because we're around storytellers, right? That's one of the great yes. things about yes. being an organizer. And in every story, there's a dragon. Uh, you know, there's some, some big dragon. What, what do you think is the ongoing dragon for TEDx Quebec City? The communication team. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. What? Why is that? Why is that? It's always a big, big, big challenge uh, for our team. Okay, because our communication are not as good as we want them to uh, be. Uh. They're not bad. Okay, we're not so bad, but we can do so much. So mm. we can be so much better. Mm. And the first year we had, uh, when you start, you have nobody on your team. Okay. And the first volunteer, we had people with lots of heart. Mm. And we had, okay, so can, can you do that? Uh, no one ever done. Will, do you want to learn? <laughs> yes. Okay. You're, you're in chief of the communication. Thanks. So this is how we started. Maybe it's not the best way to start, right, but right. that's how we started. So and after that year, uh, it's the first person built a good base for communication, even if she wasn't uh, somebody who knows that, who yeah. knows communication. But after that, she said, okay, I'll step down because it's, it's a little so bit too much learning. Work, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so we find another another uh, guy who was uh, supposed to be as good in communication, but unfortunately, he didn't stay with us a long time because he has to move in another country. Oh no! <laughs> yes. So, <laughs> what what advice would you give to to veterans? Because you're a veteran, right? You've done this many many times. What's one piece of advice you would give to veterans? Can I give advice to veterans? Of course you can. You're a mentor. Yes. You've, I, I read that you've mentored 
um, some events. So what what advice? Yes, did you but give? they were they were a starting event. Okay, they so, were so not- okay, so then you can answer the other question. What advice would you give to a first timer, a beginner, a novice? Yes, to keep the focus on the essential thing. High days worth spreading. Yes. The, cu- the curation is the more important part. You need good idea with good speaker. Got it. And you'll build, you'll build your credibility around that. Right. Don't, don't be overwhelmed by other things like budget or it's important, but sure. gift. Or um, we had the first year we uh, read the we read something that TEDx I think it's TEDx Concordia the 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 writer they wrote a report about their event and they were advising other TEDxer don't go with live streaming yet if you're not ready mm. concentrate yourself in your venue and the people there mm. when you'll be ready go for live streaming it's distracting. So it was a good advice, and we we decided to follow it. And in fact, uh, we have done five TEDx Quebec now, and none of them have been oh. live streamed oh. because we weren't ready. We were maybe next year. We were very lucky because our AV crew does live events here in Santa Barbara, and okay. they have this device called a TriCaster, and. Yeah. It just automatically puts a stream out. They don't have to do a thing. And, you know, we've, it, it's been very good. We don't manage it with live chat or anything like that. Um, we yeah. just let people watch, and, and that's worked. I want to. Um, just what, to uh, give you an idea of our first year, we didn't have an IVQ, an oh, AVQ, an, an oh, AVT. Oh, okay. okay. We yeah. had three volunteers, uh, and they were using. SLR camera. Uh-oh. So, camera are that are built to take picture. Right. Not and we were filming with that because we, oh, no. we can film with that sure. with right. nice quality. But you have to shut down your camera every every twelve minute because the buffer explodes. Oh no. <laughs> okay. Yes. So we had to synchronize the tree guy <laughs> to shut down not at the same time <laughs> because oh, we didn't gosh. want to miss things. Okay, so we start. We started very small. Okay, yeah, and you can do it. Sure, you can. Of course, we're all dreaming of, of the, the big stage with lightning and everything. Yeah, yeah. But it's distraction. I, the I, core you know, is great idea. Great ideas. I love that. What um, What are you most looking forward to? I know you have a salon coming up, and then your big event in the fall. What are you most yep. looking forward to in that event? Uh, curation. Uh, okay. The, yeah, yeah. Yes, it's always about curation. Yes. And we, we started first year, we, uh, we didn't really do curation in the, the, in the sense of going after people. Okay. We held a, a call for proposal. Right. right. Yes. And first year it was, no, not all of them. Of course. I forgot. Uh, yeah. Already there, I was a born curator, I think, because I call a few of, hey, you have something to say. I know it. <laughs> uh, right. Yes. Some of the speaker, uh, I've been, I have personally called them. Uh, and 
as the year go by, we're doing more and more solicitation. And this year it was about 30, 60, or maybe 40, 60 from direct, uh, direct call and call for proposal. And next year, that no, not next year, next year, but what we've learned this year is when you ask someone to speak at, at your event, it's not a free pass to do anything, to mm. do everything they want. Okay. When people fill a proposal, we do some audition also. When someone fill up the proposal... Even if you've invited them, you still... Do an audition? Uh, not yet. We haven't done yet, but we're thinking about it for next year. Right, right. Because we discover that the motivation is quite different between someone who fill the form, go through the uh, right. the competition, the, the competition, yeah. well, the competition yeah. audition. It's yes. more audition than the competition. Yeah. And it's more eager to 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 work uh, to work hand by hand with, with our speaking coach. And do as when we say this is the way we're doing it. We have lots of collaboration. When we ask someone to speak, the motivation is quite different. Okay, they don't have the feeling that they have to earn their place. Oh, yeah. They have the feeling they already in. got it. Yeah, yeah. So they. Level of collaboration is quite different. The can I say the investment? The, the, yeah, the, right. Sure, sure. It's it's quite different. So we learn a lot of things, and some as I told you in the French speaking city, it's not everybody who is aware of TED and right. TED community. Right. Okay. So this year we had speaker who had great idea. I had discussion with them. What is TEDx Quebec? You'll be on stage, yeah, blah, 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 blah. And we discover the day of the event that they don't really know, knew the culture of uh, the event. Uh, yeah. What kind of event is it? Okay. And we had, we had some clash, should I say, on stage. Nothing dramatic, but enough for us to say, hmm, right. we should improve this. Right. Our recruitment is not perfect. I and and that's something we're all always working on to get better at. Um, I, I'm getting I'm my listeners being very patient because I try to keep these to a half an hour, but this conversation is so good. I'm I'm running long. Listener, please bear with me. Um, I know you love all of these conversations. What TEDx would you like to go visit? You could go anywhere and you you want. You have a free plane ticket. You could go visit. Where would you go? I think it will be Australia. Oh, which one? Sydney. You'd go to Sydney. Oh, boy. You want to go see Remo and go in the Sydney Hall and with 3,000 yes, 3, yes, people? Oh, my god. First gosh. of all, uh, TEDx Sydney, uh, the, the Sydney Hall is a oh, yeah. mythic place. Yes, of course. But it's one of the first big TEDx yes, right. that I saw in yeah. picture. Yeah. Okay. And I was always dreaming of picture of TEDx Quebec with a huge crowd. Ah. Ah. And I will send finally, I will send Remo a note and say he should invite <laughs> you. Uh, I'm looking forward to get him on the show. I'm very fortunate. TEDx Santa Barbara 
has our marketing is done with a firm that is in Sydney and in Santa Barbara. So they're half and oh, half. That's cool. And so our social media person does social media for TEDx Sydney. And she's quite wonderful. And so wow. it's been kind of fun. And I'm, I'm almost, I have this idea to find out. Um, I don't know if this will work or not, but like if you like working on a TEDx Quebec, maybe you go work, uh, you volunteer to do something on another TEDx because you can all work virtually. You don't have to be in the same room. And it's nothing we're Absolutely. doing yet, but our community is getting better and growing. It's kind of a, uh, a work exchange program yeah you know yes do something. and be fun. we learn so much oh, to I work with other teams well that's why i like this show is because um i don't unless it we're at the summit or active or something or or at ted fest we we as organizers don't get to talk with other organizers that much right to take the time i'm going to ask your our, our last question here this as you know the show is called hacking the red circle i don't know yep. how that translates to french but uh, it's, I'm not trying to steal secrets. Uh, I'm hacking to me is how do we produce uh, an event that we're very proud of that meets the standard of what we believe a TEDx event should be, and we do it on a budget. We have some tricks. So what what one hack do you have? E, that's a good question. Quality people. Quality people. Yes. The team you're building is really important. Okay. Choose wisely. Our team is small. It has been long to build. We don't hire very quick. Mm. But when we hire someone, we're, we want to be sure it's the right person to be at the right place. So you see, uh, the, 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 the head... The head coach is with us since 2013, I think. So we had coach from the first year. Uh, so we have team with we have volunteers that are with us since the first edition. I love that. Of course, we have lost a couple of them over the year. Sure. sure. But we we go slowly. Build a great team. I love that. Denny, thank you. And be confident. I love that. Great team of comedy. You give me so many great quotes. I'm going to make t-shirts and put your name on it. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll make sure we have links uh, to your, your events and people can, uh, can uh, pay attention. And I'll be looking for some good pictures. And it was very, very nice to have this conversation with you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Mark, for your, invita for your invitation. And you have a great idea about, with this show. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Hacking the Red Circle. Have an idea for a guest for the show? Or would you like to tell us your TEDx story? Just drop me a note in an email to mark at hackingtheredcircle.com. Please be sure to rate, write, and review the show on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast. Makes a huge difference. And share the show with your team as we seek to grow our audience around the world. Until next time, this is Mark Sylvester, your host for Hacking the Red Circle.